I want to thank you guys for coming and choosing this as one of your sessions this morning. We're going to be talking about, is SEU Ohio the right choice? Um, we're going to go through some different information today, and I have some, some guests. First, I just want to start off with some introductions. So, um, hopefully my computer is going to cooperate with me here. Sometimes my computer, for some reason, doesn't recognize my keyboard. Let's see if it's going to work. There we go. Now we're working. Um, I want to start off by introducing David Pafford. He is our campus director. So um, Dave is kind of our head person who was brought on board by the Ohio Ministry Network specifically to launch um, Southeastern University, the Ohio Network campus, is a regional campus of Southeastern University. So um, Dave has been an instrumental person, and so I'm so glad that he's able to be here with us today, which is really awesome. Um, my name is Mary Harmison. I am the Ministry Relations and Recruiting Director at Southeastern University. I do have um, a colleague, Travis Scheffler, who is not with us today. Travis and I kind of do a lot of the same things. Uh, my focus is on ministry relations, so I help place our students um, in practicums at churches. And so Travis is the Business Relations and Recruiting Director. His focus is helping our, our business students find um, businesses and organizations where they can do their practicum as well and so we both kind of work on developing those relationships both with churches and businesses and nonprofits around Ohio so it's a fun part of our job also with me today is Sarah Pike so Sarah is a Bachelor of Science and Ministerial Leadership major she's a freshman so she's in her first year with us and she's gonna be telling you a little bit about her experience later on as we kind of progress through our session also have with us Anna Schmidt. Um, she is a sophomore, so she's in her second year with us. She was a brave soul who launched with us the first year, and also a Bachelor of Science Ministerial Leadership student, and she'll be sharing as well. And finally, I have Chase Delaney with us today, um, also a Ministerial Leadership student. I promise we do have students in other majors. We just get these, they were the ones who volunteered for today. Um, Chase is a freshman with us and um, just began. We're super glad to have him on board as well. So you're gonna get to hear a little bit from each one of them. Um, first, I wanna talk a little bit about where we are as far as Southeastern University and the growth of our campus. So um, as I think all of you know, we just launched uh, really last year, so the fall of 2017, and the 2017-2018 academic year was our first year. So um, when you launch a campus, um, usually you, you start small. No one starts with a thousand member plus university. So in our launch year, we had a total of 15 students and we offered uh, two degree programs, uh, the Bachelor of Science in Ministerial Leadership and the Bachelor of Science in Business and Professional Leadership. And then by this year, which is our second year, 2018-2019, um, we've grown to 40 students so far for the course of the year. And we are now offering eight degree programs. So we added a few over the course of from year one to year two. Uh, the ones that we added, um, Anna, do you mind handing out some of our books? Because we, we do have the information in there where you guys can follow along. Um, inside your book is gonna be a page that will list our degree programs. And so the ones that we added in year two, we added two associate degrees. Uh, one is a general associate um, degree where you get like all of your general education credits out of the way. 
Um, so that's an associate um, of arts degree. We added the associate in ministerial leadership. So it's the two-year version of our Bachelor of Science in Ministerial Leadership. We also added an online Bachelor of Science in Psychology, an online Bachelor of Science in Human Services. And let's see, we added our Master of Arts, so we do have a master's degree in ministerial leadership. And Dave, what am I missing out of those eight? So psychology, oh, digital media and design was the other Bachelor of Science degree that we um, launched this year. And so next year as we go into our third year of operation as a regional campus, um, we're projecting, we, we're not quite sure how many students we're gonna have, but we're anticipating hopefully having somewhere around 75 students in the fall. Um, we're gonna add two more degree programs for next year. So two more online ones, uh, a Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice and a Bachelor of Science in um, Mass Communications. So, so those should be fun, I'm looking forward to having additional options out there for our students. So uh, if you have questions about those degree programs, uh, you're more than welcome to visit our website. We have basically on our um, degrees page, there's a listing of all of those degrees. You can click on there and you can kind of dive in and get more information about what, what's offered or what classes are required for those degree programs. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up. So um, we do have basically any of our degree programs. Students can take the classes online if they want to or need to. Um, all of our general education credits, um, so courses like English, mathematics, intro to psychology, all of those courses that are going to be required for you regardless of your major, we do offer those in a face-to-face -face format. And so our students do really appreciate that. So even if you're in an online only quote program, a lot of your coursework is gonna be completed in a face-to-face -face format. So it would be like kind of getting into your junior, senior year when you're doing some of those major classes um, where you would be taking some of those online. So any questions so far? All right, let's talk a little bit about accreditation. <laughs> so, which is definitely an important topic. Um, Southeastern University is accredited by the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools Commissions on Colleges to award associate, baccalaureate, master's, and doctorate degrees. So what that means is um, you don't have to worry if you go to Southeastern University, you are going to a real accredited university, your classes are going to count. So um, students at our regional campus in Ohio, um, they're going to earn the exact same degree as a student in that major if they went to the main campus of SEU in Florida. So it's the exact same degree. Um, students can transfer credits from Southeastern University to other universities. Um, my daughter ended up doing that. She did her, for her freshman year of college at the main campus in Florida. And then when she ultimately decided on a major that SU didn't offer, she realized she needed to transfer somewhere else, and she did. She did not lose anything. So um, any, any credits, any classes that you take with Southeastern University, they can transfer out. 
so that's definitely a good thing. Um, students can actually begin a degree program in Ohio if they want to and if it's a major that maybe we don't offer on a regional campus that they're interested in they could start with us in Ohio and then you know do like years one and two with us and then eventually they could transfer down to Florida to the main campus to finish up that major and there's generally a pretty decent cost savings associated with a plan like that so um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the um, price of tuition on our campus and kind of look at some cost comparisons but for now I just want you to know that is possible to do that. Um, SCU accepts transfer credits from other accredited universities. Um, community colleges, so if you did some community college work already it'll transfer in. Um, and also they accept college credit plus and dual enrollment credits from high school work as well as AP, IB, and CLEP with the qualifying test scores. So yes, Gabe? Uh, what grade do you accept transfer credits? Um, generally a C or higher is um, what's accepted. And how many credits do you accept? Great question. Um, you're asking how many credits can you bring in? Southeastern for a bachelor's degree will allow you to bring up up to 90 credits. And a bachelor degree program is generally somewhere around 120. So basically they would allow you to bring in the equivalent of about three years to Southeastern University. So that's, that's very generous. A yeah, lot of universities will not. Only yeah. Right. Yeah. So Southeastern is very generous in that so regard. So I could probably bring in all of the credits from my associate's degree as long as they mm -hmm. qualify. Absolutely. And even if the classes that you took as part of an associate degree, even if they don't count specifically for some of the required courses within your major, they'll count under elective credits and you need a certain number of those anyway as part of your degree program. So Should I possibly get over email a copy mm -hmm. of the degree map so that I could look at sure. some of the classes? Absolutely. Um, totally possible for you to go ahead and um, request a copy of like what's included in that degree program and another thing we tell um, interested students that they want to go ahead and begin the SEU application process and send us copies of their their um, prior coursework from either an associate degree or from other college uh, you know community college work we could actually take a look at what they've done and get a pretty good idea of how those credits are going to apply toward the degree program that they're interested in does that make sense okay Awesome. Any other questions? I have one. Yes. I'm just curious, do you need transcripts from all the different places? Like she did the dual enrollment, she did CCP. So mm -hmm. she's got like one course through ACU and then she's got community college. Do you need transcripts from each? Mm -hmm. um, the qu so the question is, do you need a transcript from every community college if you've done dual enrollment or CCP? The answer to that is yes. Um, and, and the reason is because um, as you're applying to Southeastern University and as those are coming into admissions, they're going to forward those transfer credits to the Office of the Registrar, and that's how you get credit for that work. So, yes, ultimately you will need to submit those. So, correct. Yeah, we do. They will need the official college transcript if you plan to use those for credit, and who wouldn't? Yeah. So, yeah. So you'll definitely need to request those from the from the university or the community college. And I would keep that on hand, just, uh, just keep it on hand regularly. So we request a copy of the 
Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about some of the support services that you can expect from um, the SEU Ohio Regional Campus. So we kind of feel like we offer the best of both worlds because you're getting a very small campus with that very tight-knit community and the one-on-one -on -one support that you're gonna get from a small campus. Let me just tell you right now, it is impossible to get lost in the crowd on our campus with the number of students we have. So you, you're not gonna get lost there. Um, but the great thing is, is we have the resources of a larger university to be able to offer to our students and we have that backing and that support. So it's, we, we feel like it's really the best of both worlds. So what is that support um, composed of? Well, we have campus advisors in Ohio, that would be yours truly, and also Travis Scheffler, and Dave does some advising as well, as needed. So you have us as your advocates, as Dave was saying. Um, we're, we're pretty accessible. Our offices are right off the student center in the digital lab, so um, if we're home in the building, generally students can find us. And, um, and then in addition to that, our students are assigned uh, both an academic counselor and a financial aid advisor um, in Florida on the main campus. So if we run into a question or a problem that we can't handle locally in Ohio, then we just pick up the phone and we get in contact with our experts in Florida and they walk us through whatever that process is. So that is how that works. Um, we also have a resident director. Uh, his name is Chad Tusing. Some of you may, may be familiar with Chad. And so he lives in the Kenyon Square Apartments with our residential students. He is available as well for spiritual support um, and just general advice and counsel. So he's pretty awesome. He helps our students um, whenever he can. So he is there and is available as well. For students who might be um, in an academic recovery process, uh, if maybe they've been struggling with some of their courses, um, we do have a procedure for that, and part of what, what that entails is a weekly one-on-one -on -one meeting between that student and either myself or Travis Scheffler. So, for example, if just that first semester really didn't go well and you're trying to figure out time management and that transition and that type of thing, we actually will sit down with those students one-on-one -on, -one on, on a weekly basis to help them through whatever, um, whatever the issues are that's uh, kind of being a challenge at the time. So we do that. We do have 24-7 tutoring resources available through Smart Thinking and our Brightspace Learning Portal. Have any of you guys made use of those yet? <laughs> the Brightspace Smart Thinking, have you, have you had an opportunity to use that or needed that? Nope. Oh, I, there was time that I needed to, but I just ran out of time to figure it out, so oh. didn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is there if you need it, so um, it is, it's, it's a pretty cool service. It's actually done through Pearson, and so um, any type of class that they're taking, if there's a particular topic or concept that they're struggling with, they can request help with that, so that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. Um, other services are available if, um, for a student that maybe has, has had like an IEP or has a, a documented disability, you can contact Southeastern University and they can help um, that student to receive accommodations if they need it for testing purposes and that type of thing. They'll go through the whole process of notifying the student's professor. So those services are available as well. And then um, SEU has the Steelman Library. So Steelman Library is actually the physical library at the main campus of Southeastern University in Florida, but they have done a phenomenal job of putting 
almost every resource you can imagine online and making it available electronically to their students that are not at the main campus. So one of the things we do for our incoming students is we train them on how to use the Steelman Library and how to access those resources. So some pretty powerful research tools are available there. Anna's nodding, I think she's used a few of those. <laughs> and we also do have some, some books, a uh, small library available at our regional campus as well. So students do have physical books on our campus, but then there are a ton of resources available electronically. Um, we have, through the Steelman Library, our students get free downloads of Office 365 for their personal laptop or computer. And then there's a program called Zotero. Has anybody heard of Zotero? I think it is like one of the best kept secrets in higher education. It's a free program, but it actually helps you do your research and track all of your citations. And it helps you do your citations and create your bibliography in whatever format you need it in, like APA, MLA, Turabian. It is amazing. So. Um, <laughs> I know Dave and I like these things did not exist when we were students and so we had to type all that stuff in by hand so we have some different apps and some shortcuts that we can um, train our students in. I always tease them I'm like it's it's almost like cheating but it's legal <laughs> so um, so we do train our students how to use some of those resources and then finally um, another thing I, I like to mention as far as um, support services our residential students do have access within the student apartments to a full kitchen and so I know for some families and for some students particularly if there's like a you know food sensitivities or allergies or some kind of condition where they need to be very careful about what they're eating that can be like a huge benefit for the student so I know for some people that's been a, a deciding factor and so our residential students do have access to a full kitchen and there is a full workout facility within the apartments as well which is a pretty cool feature. Okay. So spiritual climate. Um, I think I might turn a little bit to Dave on this question or on this topic here. So um, I kind of outlined a few of the things that we do, um, but we, we want to emphasize that we really care about the spiritual health of our students. So Dave, do you want to speak to that one? Sure. Our, our mission is experience that's going to have you know a robust theological locus you're going to have classes with professors who also teach at Ohio State or OU um, so you're going to get great use a phrase best of both worlds it's what what we're doing is we're framing we're launching uh, a, a Christian university in the Bible college tradition that's got a spirit empowered emphasis right so it's a Pentecostal charismatic solid biblical education model uh, all with the accreditation component that allows it to be a really powerful tool. So um, that that is the framework for which uh, we want our campus to operate. And we want students to just have deep spirituality. And I know that um, I, know, I, I don't know if I can speak for these students, but you, know, you feel like you're encountering God in your work on a regular basis. So um, that's kind of what we're going for. Um, so. Yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome thing. We just had students um, 
come back from Mardi Gras, and Anna, you went on that trip, so maybe speak to that. That's a great example of spiritual climate. Yeah, so I was able to go on Mardi Gras, um, to Mardi Gras with SEU as a missions outreach, and it was really cool because that missions trip, they really cared about our spiritual walk. They didn't want to just send us out. They wanted to fill us up so that we could go out. Um, and that was definitely a really good time to build community with my classmates and to kind of get closer with the relationship with God. And I feel like other universities don't really offer that. They might, um, but I don't know. <laughs> and um, this was just a really good opportunity and experience. And we do things like that pretty often where we go to get poured into so that we can go back and pour into other people. So. That's kind of the point. I mean, you're yeah. going to be pouring out the rest of your life. Yeah. I want to try to get that right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so some of the ways in which um, we emphasize that, you know, that filling up of, you know, of us spiritually, um, we do have weekly chapel services that take place on campus. Um, this year it's every Wednesday morning. I believe next year we're going to two chapels a week for students. Um, we also have a monthly Converge Worship Night. Um, where the focus is just on worship and on receiving from, from God, from the Holy Spirit, and seeking His face. And so those are pretty cool. Our SEU worship team generally does the music for that. And so it's a, it's a pretty neat time of refreshing, I think, for everyone. And so we also um, have our students go to different events, like Minister's Retreat in January, which is a wonderful opportunity to be in that conference with the great guest speakers that are there. And um, as, as was mentioned, we do, we offer some different missions, trips, opportunities for students. Um, and then just the small class sizes, I think, when our students are in classes and um, talking about some, some different topics with professors, I feel like that smaller class size and the intimacy of that really allows them to go pretty deep in discussions. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So. So real talk on Monday nights. Mm -hmm. So real talk takes place usually, is it every other Monday night or every week? Every, every, other, Monday. every other Monday night? They switched it up now, so it's every other Monday night somebody shares a testimony, and then on the Mondays that somebody's not sharing a testimony, we have girl guy Bible studies and apartments. So nice. Yeah. So there's either real talk going on or split up Bible studies happening, so, which is pretty cool. All right. So, um... The other thing I want to talk a little bit about is the influence that our students um, can have. So one thing that we feel like is very unique about the Ohio um, Ministry Network and our regional campus of Southeastern University is how much our students interact with leaders all across the state of Ohio. So our students are, are you know, we've got, just, just kind of to represent this, our SU Ohio faculty and students, but we're part of the Ohio Ministry Network and we're in the Network Resource Center building. So our students are literally walking past our state district leaders in different areas of, of ministry and in some cases they're being taught by some of those people um, or they're doing practicums and being mentored by some of those people. So in addition to that there are 280 approximately churches, um, ministries and nonprofit organizations that are part of our Ohio ministry network and so our students get to interact with all of those churches and organizations and leaders as well. So it's truly amazing to me 
how networked these guys are already like in a one to two years so you know so many leaders from all over the state that are doing amazing things for God so um, yes <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's also to find your kingdom place too, right? So uh, I'm thankful for, that I had that kind of an opportunity. And so um, what's cool about this too is now we're even seeing beyond that mm-hmm. other opportunities that are popping up. Yes. Yeah, so Dave's referring to other opportunities outside of the Ohio Ministry Network of, you know, partnerships and different organizations that have been coming to us. And so it's really amazing all that all that God is doing and bringing about. So as Dave was saying, after graduation, some of those connections can be pretty important as far as figuring out where you're going to land. Another topic and area that we want to hit today is the whole area of affordability. Um, Travis and I attended a training last year um, where a fairly big um, higher educational research organization did a survey and they found that the number one concern of students and their parents um, once their student hits college age is how affordable is this college degree going to be and is my student going to be able to get through this without having a crushing amount of student debt. So that affordability piece is, is we know, very important. We are happy to say that we feel like SEU provides a huge value for students. Um, and I'm, just, I'm still blown away um, by the numbers on this. So our tuition, this is a look at the annual cost of what it's gonna be for next year. So our tuition for a private Christian education in Ohio, um, tuition is going to be 7000 approximately next year with a $300 technology fee that pays for um, the online learning portal, Brightspace, and all of those electronic um, resources through the Steelman Library. That's what that fee covers, so $300 a year for that. Um, there's a site fee of about $4,450. Um, that fee comes back to our regional campus in Ohio. Um, that helps to fund um, keeping our building open and our lights on and also paying for the support staff that are there to meet the needs of our students. So that's where the site fee goes. The total for all of those tuition and fees annually is about $11,830. So just for reference, that's more on a par with our state public universities 
for um, one year of tuition. Typically, you're going to see private Christian universities be a lot higher than the state public universities, and so we're not, which is amazing. Um, if you're interested in our housing, the cost for that annually next year is going to be $5,400. It was $5,900 this past year, but we were able to lower it because we have more students coming into housing, so we're able to do a little bit of a volume discount for next year. And so the total package next year uh, for a student who wants to do uh, full-time tuition with the housing is going to be $17,230. So we feel like that's an amazing value for a private Christian university. Um, and this, of course, is assuming that a student is doing full-time, which is going to be approximately 15 credits per semester, 30 credits for the year. Um, so also assuming that the student is going to be a standard program student and taking a practicum course during each semester. And the reason why that's important is Southeastern University scholarships practicum courses. So without that scholarship class, um, the tuition would be slightly higher, but that most of our students do opt to take the practicum. So this is really the typical fee that we see per year. So I just want you to know there could be a little bit of variation there, but this is typically what it is for most of our incoming students. So let's do a little bit of cost comparison here. Um, this is kind of, we did, we did try to do as much of an apples to apples comparison as we could with other universities around the state. Um, and even, you know, looking at Southeastern University's main campus in Florida. So as you're gonna see, um, we're actually lower than Youngstown State, which is one of the best values in the state. Um, we're significantly lower than Ohio State University, which is right around 22, 23,000. So um, Ohio Christian is approximately 29,000 per year. Um, Cedarville is 36. Um, Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida starts at around 37,000 per year um, without scholarships. So as you can see, it's, it's a pretty significant value to come to a regional campus of Southeastern. And then um, Mount Vernon Nazarene is around 42 and Ohio Wesleyan 58 per year. So, and these, of course, these numbers are looking at like dorm plus a food plan. Now, we do not include a meal plan with our, our campus because we don't have a cafeteria. But again, our students do have a full uh, kitchen in their apartment. So, <clears throat> most meal plans, uh, if you research them at universities, are charging um, students somewhere between $11 to $13 per meal. And we feel like our students can probably go to the grocery store or could even go out to eat for less than that per meal. And so there's some savings there built in. So any questions on that? Okay. All right. Well, marketability um, is definitely, we already sort of touched on that a little bit. Like what happens after I graduate? Where am I going to land? How am I going to get that first job? And so one of the things that we love about uh, our program is the practicum that our students are allowed to do. So a lot of universities do not actually put their students out into the field to intern until either their junior or their senior year. So by that point, if they get out like into the field that they have been studying and they discover, you know, this just isn't what I thought it was going to be and I don't really enjoy this, and they realize they need to change their major, it's a little late in the game to, to figure that out. So our students um, get to go out and try ministry. They get to go out and work in a business setting um, or in some other areas. And they get to see right, I mean, from the very first semester, how this is going to really look and feel after graduation. 
So they're shadowing experts in that field and they're gradually taking on some of those duties in the course of that practicum. So they're getting a really good feel for where their strengths are and for what they enjoy and in some cases for what they don't enjoy, which is also very valuable to know. So I'm going to have you guys share a little bit about um, practicums like Chase, where are you doing your practicum? And you're leading worship there? Yes, I'm also leading worship. And I'm getting my, you know, my, my knowledge from Pastor uh, Jacob uh, at C3. So he's pointing to me, telling me going to the people at my church. So what's going to be Okay. Sarah, you want to share what you're doing? Awesome. All right, Anna, where are you doing right. your practicum? So, um, I am currently helping at a church called Above and Life in my hometown, um, Lawrenceburg, Ohio. And so I was originally serving at Connection Church, and I was doing a practicum on during the week pastor, Pastor Tom, because um, I thought I was going to go into youth mid. <laughs> but then God changed my heart and direction a little bit, and so now I'm geared more towards worship. So I'm currently the worship leader there. Um, 
The really cool thing about this being my second year is I actually have a paid practicum, which not a lot of people get, and so it's a huge blessing for me. Um, but I'm literally in this leadership position already, and I'm still in college, so I actually have um, the lead pastor and another pastor of a neighboring church who is a worship pastor and youth pastor who are both kind of leading me and helping me out. And if I have questions, I can ask them. But um, the cool thing is they they believe in my abilities and to see in me what I don't see. And so I've had time to just sit and help me figure out keys for songs, teach me all about planning center and figure out how to do that. Um, I've organized a couple events by myself already. And so it's really cool to have that experience while I'm still in college and still learning. People already trust me and already are wanting to kind of guide me. And so I think it's really helpful being in that practicum. Like I said, I thought I wanted to be a youth pastor. Um, and being able to be in that for the first practicum kind of helped me to realize, okay, this is not exactly what I'm called to do for the rest of my life. So it's really cool to be able to have hands-on experience rather than go through all of these college years and then get there and not be prepared and then not that not be the fitting that you've had so. yep. Awesome. <laughs> so you, you said it so well, much better than I could have, Anna. <laughs> so, but yeah, so really the point of that practicum is to make sure that our students are developing real world job skills. I mean, you, you can't learn from a textbook how to show up on time for your shift. You just, you learn it by doing it. And so a lot of these skills are things that they just literally need to get in there and do with some oversight and some help and then figure out, you know, how does this work? So our students are going through that process while they're taking their classes, which is amazing. And so the goal is that by the time they graduate in two years or four years, however long their program is, um, they're not only going to have that degree, but they're also going to have job experiences from the practicum courses that they can list on their resume. And um, the people that they have served under who have been their mentors can even be professional references for them when it comes time to apply for that first big job after college. So we feel like our students are very uniquely and beautifully positioned to be able to get out there after graduation and be successful landing you know those first jobs and and um, you know just to really be taken seriously because of the work that they have already done so we feel like that's a great great thing to do and then the other beautiful thing about that practicum um, which is definitely an incentive for them to participate in that is that it is a scholarship course so southeastern does not um, make them pay for it it's three credit hours every semester and it's building toward their degree so counting as an elective credit. So it's just a win-win-win. It's a win for the student. It's a win for um, the churches and the ministries and the organizations um, where they're serving. Um, and I'm just going to be totally honest. A lot of the, the churches and organizations that are partnering and offering the practicums are doing it as part of their growth plan because they want to train and shape the leaders that they're going to need in the future. So these are the students that they're looking at first when they go to hire for for their new positions so it's it's a very neat partnership and we love that so um, 
a little bit about business practicums. I just want you guys to kind of know some of the things. We've got ministry students here and they're talking about their ministry practicum experiences. But we do have other business um, practicum opportunities. There are ones available for general business, for entrepreneurship. So if, you know, if a student is thinking somewhere down the road, God's going to have me launch my own business, um, we can put them with some entrepreneurs who have already done that so they can see what that looks like, which is pretty amazing. Um, we can do practicums that focus on finance management. Uh, we can do some that focus on marketing, like digital marketing is, is one that we offer through Rev Local. And so that's a pretty unique one. That's one of the few practicums that could be paid, especially if you're working with their sales team and if you're instrumental in landing a new client, they may pay their practicum student a finder's fee for that, which would be really sweet. <laughs> Um, and then we're, we're getting ready to launch a new practicum in hospitality management. Um, that's probably going to take place both at Heartland Conference and Retreat Center, um, where our, our AG summer camps generally take place. Um, we're also looking at partnering with some of the hotels and conference centers that are close to us at our Polaris location. So and the hotels and directors that we've talked to have been really excited about that um, for students because they love having um, students working with them. So there's also partnerships available with different nonprofits. Um, Heartbeat International is uh, one organization that we uh, would love to send students to to learn a little bit about that. Um, if you're not familiar with Heartbeat International, they provide uh, resources for pregnancy crisis centers, not just in Ohio, but literally across the nation and now around the world. And they are located right here in Columbus, Ohio, surprise. <laughs> So, and they, they love our students, and again, that would be a great place for students to, um, to go and to learn new skills and to learn a lot about what's happening in that area of ministry, and that is a huge, um, huge area of need. So, yes, Gabe? Does your practicum have to count towards your major, or can you use it towards your minor instead? Um, practicums usually are filling an elective credit. So, um, how that's going to work for you, it's, it's actually a really great question, how that interacts with like a major and a minor. Um, typically, students are going to do practicums that are associated with their major, but they aren't required to. So, for example, if a ministry student feels like in the future when they launch or plan a church, they're going to need some business skills as far as managing payroll and, you know, all the business things associated with running a church, they can do a business practicum and vice versa. If a business student feels like God has a call for me somewhere in ministry, even though I need to get this business degree, I want to be active in ministry, they can do a ministry practicum. So really our students can use practicums as a way to broaden their training and their marketability. And if you want to declare a minor in an area, typically uh, minors are going to comprise about 18 credit hours of classes. So um, usually to complete a minor, you're using what would have been elective credits and you're replacing those elective credits with the classes required for that minor. So if you are declaring a minor, you might not do quite as many practicum courses. I mean, you could, you could do practicums and then complete that minor, but it may take you a little more than four years to get everything done. So it just kind of depends on that student and really what they feel like they need in terms of classes and preparation. We can usually figure out a way to make it all work and come together. So does that help? Yep. Okay, awesome. So ministry practicums, these guys talked a little bit about this stuff. Um, we do have a lot of different practicums. This is not an exhaustive list. 
Um, it's really phenomenal, I think, the different opportunities that they have. But I wanted to mention we do have ministry practicums and leader development. Um, student ministry was mentioned. We have them in children and family ministry. So if a student has an interest in working with families and children, we can accommodate that for sure. And that is an area of huge need that I think churches are really going to be hiring for in the future. Um, we already mentioned Heartland for hospitality, but they also do outdoor education. So we have some students who have um, looked into that. Um, and there's kind of a nice missions tie-in for a student who's interested in missions work because Heartland shares the gospel without breaking out a Bible and really preaching it. They live it before their, their students that come in and their guests that come in. And so it's a great opportunity to learn that skill. Um, we have uh, practicum opportunities for students interested in planting churches. That would be church multiplication. And then finally, we do have a, a chaplaincy program where students could actually earn a chaplaincy certification. So that one is a little bit more intensive because of that outer certification, but it is there and available. So if, if, if a student is interested in going into chaplaincy, um, we can accommodate that as well. Psychology majors could do, um, they could really do either the business or the ministry practicum, whichever. Um, what we would typically want to do is have them partner with an organization where they're going to be learning some counseling. So for example, Heartbeat International would be a great choice because they literally have a phone um, calling center where people are calling in to get resources and support. So um, if a student is interested in psychology and maybe eventually going on to counseling, that would be a great tie-in right there. So, and there are other opportunities available as well. So, okay. All right. So um, worship and arts practicums, we have some very specific ones that we're working on developing. We've developed a lot of these this year and we're gonna be developing more for next year. So um, Sarah's doing a vocal music practicum where she's learning um, a lot of vocal skills and getting some, um, some lessons one-on-one uh, -on -one with that, which I think, have you enjoyed those? Very cool. So she's taking advantage of the vocal music practicum. Anna's doing um, more of an instrumental focus, but I mean, your your practicum is more along the lines of church planting and worship leading. Yeah. But you're also doing some instrumental stuff as well. Yeah. yeah, she she does. So we do have instrumental music lessons available for students as well if they're wanting to learn like keyboard or guitar, things along those lines. Um, we're developing as part of our worship practicum, um, the sound and lighting and tech side, because we want our, our worship students to know how all of that operates as well. The more they're prepared to do, the better off they're going to be, because you never know if that first job is going to be in a small church where you are the worship leader and the sound technician. <laughs> you can, yes. So, or whether you're going to be in a big church and there's somebody there to handle all that for you, but um, in any case, we want our students to be well-rounded in that. So, so sound and lighting is one track. Um, with media and creative arts, there's a lot of different directions our students can go with that. So uh, we have Betsy Wolf in our office who is uh, very skilled in graphic design and uh, media development. So she's kind of overseeing our students that are interested in that digital media and design field and she works with them a lot. Um, actually teaching them different skills and pieces of software. So um, for next year we're going to be developing a photography and video production basics. 
uh, practicum and I get to work on developing that over the summer. I'm psyched about that. <laughs> and then we're also going to do a visual media and post-production based practicum. So that would be like um, editing still images and Photoshop and then actually taking um, you know, video and editing that in a video editing software program like Premiere or um, one of those pieces. So our students are actually going to be learning quite a bit. We're excited to see those get launched in the fall. So, and then I wanted to share with you, these guys have talked a little bit, but some of our other students um, recently contributed to a blog piece that one of our students wrote and so she asked them why did you choose SEU Ohio and so these were some of the responses I wanted to share with you guys today um, Kyle Sapp is one of our freshmen also in, in the uh, ministry major and he said I chose SEU Ohio because SEU is an awesome place to be a part of it is a family-like atmosphere and there are lots of opportunities for us students to grow and make lifelong friendships and so Kyle was also one of our students that went on the Mardi Gras mission trip. Um, if you've met him, he's so funny. He's like, you know I'm introverted. <laughs> and what did you guys call him when you came back? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Um, they, they said he was the MVP of the oh, trip. Yeah, the MVP. I'm like, wait, well, he called so many things on the trip. <laughs> so, but, so he, but he did. I mean, he was out yeah, there doing his thing. and. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. Um, next, I have a quote from Chloe Gambrell. Um, she's a actually a student in human services and a freshman, so this is her first year. And she said when she was looking for um, her university experience, she said she wanted a smaller community that felt more like a family and was very spirit-based. Um, and she said where I felt like I could grow and help and so um, I know Chloe's been a great part of our, our community and she's also part of our SEU worship team and so that smallness was important to her and I think she's found a good fit in that. Um, Jared Keene is one of our ministry students and he's a sophomore he actually was at another um, regional campus of Southeastern University in South Carolina and um, he said he wanted to come back home to Ohio because this is where he grew up. He said he wanted to start over in Ohio and make new friends. I felt God calling me to reach kids in Ohio and felt that moving here would fulfill the calling God placed on my life and take me out of my comfort zone. So he um, just started his first uh, semester with us and we're so pleased to have him. And, and again, I feel like um, he's found a good fit here. I think he's just fit right in with our crew. So 